Pioneer Southwest Energy Partners, ticker PSE. It also met the screen, under $2 billion market cap, below 30% long-term debt to capital, and uh, 3% or better yield. Now, these guys have an 8% yield. Yep. Uh, sales have been going up a little bit each year. Got to like that. They have a master limited partnership. They own gas and oil in uh, eight counties in uh, New Mexico and... Uh, in part of the Permian Basin in uh, West Texas, the Strawberry Field. That would be Strawberry uh, Fields forever? It's Strawberry Field. Strawberry. And it might not be well, forever, yeah. but well, yeah. That's how they pronounce it there. Uh, there's a song. A song They're like in Irving, Texas. It's so, <laughs> so, you know, it's energy, 8% yield. The dividend here is, I think this must be an REIT. No, I'm sorry. It's a master limited partnership. So there's rules about how much they have to pay out. I'm sure they're meeting them. So and you know you can you can, you always see these with these master limited partnerships. Look at the look at the dividends per share have gone from eighty to two dollars to two dollars to two oh three to two oh eight. So to me that looks like a uh, a master limited partnership that's ramping up very quickly. Even though the earnings are all over the place, they go from three dollars to eighty cents, back to three dollars, almost to four dollars. Well, that brings up a good point, Mo. Is that if they had to pay out a certain percentage of dividends, they certainly weren't doing it back here. Precisely. So maybe they don't have to do that. Yeah, whatever it is, they are. Uh, the dividends have been extremely consistent. It's as though they took two years to ramp them up to uh, a run rate, and it's they've been uh, you know pretty much two dollars or so a share. For um, for five years now, so that would suggest that maybe that dividend is sustainable. But well, it certainly smells that way. I mean, they probably have a certain amount of uh, you know gas in the ground that they're going to pump out. I think one thing about these MLPs is they have to have some estimate that they're you know going to have everything pumped out over a certain period. And I don't want to get into all the details, frankly, because I don't know them. But I do recall that there are some rules. Uh, but what ends up happening is when you get to the year 10 or whatever it is, year 8 or 15 or whatever it is, you you you, you know, and you're supposed to be out of gas at that point. You're kind of like, oh, hey, we've got some more gas back here we didn't know about. And, right. you, and you keep just paying the dividend. Right. I mean, i got friends that have owned these things for 30 years. They were supposed to shut down 20 years ago. They just keep paying the well, dividend. Well, can I show you something? You know what makes me think that they may not only just keep paying, but they, they may be onto something? Sure. What? Look at the CapEx line. Oh, this, yeah. This is a company that's typically in an average year in, in the past has spent between 3 and $14 million a year in CapEx. All of a sudden in 2010, they spent $40 million and then $70 million, And this year, they doubled their CapEx. What does that tell you? They're either building big time for fracking or they're doing something like Harder that. Harder to find oil? Harder to know. find oil, but uh, what what they are doing, the market clearly likes. Of course, oil prices are up a lot over this period, so they may just have been ramping into some stuff that, uh, you know, does well with these higher oil prices we're yeah. seeing. But you do sometimes that's a that's a telling line to look at that um, that capex line. I think that's a good point, Mo. Um, you know, they've also been uh, pretty stable on shares. That's always something to check when you're looking at something with a dividend, because the more shares there are, the less money is there to keep all the shares with the same dividend. So that's good. And uh, returns on assets and equity very high in the 20s and 30s. It's volatile, but strong. 
they don't keep a lot of cash around, so it's not a cash-rich company. But on the other hand, they don't have any debt, so they're managing things pretty well. I do. I do have a, um, I have a CFA question for you. Yes, sir. Are you ready? I hope so. The quick ratio for Pioneer Southwest Energy Partners has declined from 7.9% in 2008 to 0.6% in 2012. Oh, in 60 uh, seconds or less, tell the committee why you think this is so, and if you were in charge the of the quick company, ratio, what you would do to change it. Well, I think the quick ratio, and you can Google this, so who knows what you, why you even need to know this anymore. It's just like cash and receivables short term, divided by total liabilities. Something like that. Or you might have inventory in there. I think it's your short-term sure. short assets minus short-term yeah. liabilities, and that's your question. And so it's fallen a lot. I mean, that could simply be the fact that their CapEx is a lot, up a lot, and they used a chunk of cash to pay a guy, and so they're a little light on the, uh, on the cash right now. You can see that their cash balance has gone from $18 million to $7 million to dash... Yeah, for right. 2012. So that could be it. You know, sometimes a, a falling quick ratio or something like that could actually simply be the sign of growth where you're drawing down cash to pay a guy. Uh, you know, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're taking on some liabilities to do something. You know, I mean, I, I think your sense. point that they, they have doubled CapEx, and that's discretionary. Right. In some sense, unless they got wells going bad and they've got to drill to uh, to keep the flow going, but you know, and, and of course we don't have no idea on that, or I don't. But you know, eight percent yield, yeah. and it looks like they know, they think carefully about raising the dividend. You know, they're not doing it without some thought. You know, and here's a um, every you know a lot of times there's there's financial things to look at with a stock. Sometimes there's there's uh, you can get into the plumbing of <clears throat> how a stock's traded, what the shorts are, and then sometimes you can get into some more esoteric areas like what smart money owns a stock, and every once in a while a name jumps out at you, and Fidelity is a very big owner of the stock when you take a look at it. Now, you were on the sell side. When you yeah, had, I was. When you, had Good breaking, times. when you had breaking news, who usually did you call first? Or who was one of the top five firms you called Well, you'd first call Fidelity the, because exactly. they would pay you. They were the biggest... But now they, I understand they pay cash for research. I probably wouldn't call Fidelity <laughs> now. You know what I'm saying? You know, the, the guy on here that impresses me is uh, Royce. Oh, yeah. Value yeah. guys. And uh, they've taken a... Uh, they've got a, almost a percent of total outstanding shares. So I think that's important. But yeah, Fidelity, I mean, they do have... Uh, they only have six analysts covering them, which is kind of interesting. Fidelity Equity Income Fund, that just uh, they're looking at that yield as well. So yeah, but it's always nice to know that those guys have the uh, have the money and they've got the firepower to do relatively good research. And when they take a position in something, uh, it's not always a perfect sign that the the coast is clear. But it does tell you that some pretty smart people have kicked the tires pretty hard, decided to make a pretty big investment in it. And uh, if there was a way to take a look at what their investment was over the last six months, if they were increasing it, then all of those signs, I'd, I'd jump on. Yeah. Okay.